This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everyone and welcome to Heart and Hand Extra, a very special edition of Heart and Hand Extra, literally a round table from Ibrox Stadium and joining me, and I'm not going to do the whole uh, hello guys because it will take about 20 minutes, uh, is my good friend Chris Bett, uh, my good friend Mr Alex Staff, that cunt Cameron Bell and Ian Hogg. How are we doing gentlemen? I think we're all good, I think it's been to everybody saying that after last night. Now uh, we're here to do our live show and uh, live at Ibrox Stadium and we were all here of course last night because Rangers took on Rapid Vienna and I think what will go down as a famous Champions League, uh, Champions League, I'm getting ahead of myself, yeah. a famous Europa League victory. Yeah, next next year it will be famous Champions League victory. Um, yeah, uh, do you know, after the, after the defeat and the downs of Livingston, Last night was the highest of the highs. It was. Um, it's been seven years and seven months since our last uh, European game proper here, uh, and it was it was phenomenal. It was uh, start to finish. I thought Rangers started off a wee bit tentatively, uh, but not to say they were poor. I think they just matched Rapid Vienna. After that, I think they scored against the run of play in a goal that should never have been. And the second half, it was all about us. It was a terrific performance. It was only the two yards offside, Chris. Ah, just the two, aye. <laughs> it was, uh... Honestly, see, at the time, I was like, it must be offside. And then I thought, I must have seen that incorrectly. Because mm. surely, if it was how I thought it was, it's got to be offside. Well, you, and a foul. You were always that much. I had the benefit, obviously, watching it in the house. And it was just a scandalous, scandalous decision. I think there was two guys actually offside. Mm. Um, they were offside twice yeah. and a foul. And there was but a foul as well. That, um, great goal. <laughs> um, I think the most disappointing thing about it is the offside actually happened in front of the linesman mm. and how you can get that wrong is just <laughs> I don't know man I don't know but there was there was a there was a cracking line on was it Twitter by someone he said he was that far off offside he was in uh, Aha's take on me yeah. video <laughs> <laughs> when it went into a new a new dimension Cammy um, 
after that, I think we would have been forgiven for feeling a bit sorry for ourselves. But the manager picked up on this that he said not only was he proud of the way um, he felt for or rather he felt for his his players, but they didn't feel sorry for themselves. And they it was almost like we got unshackled by their goal that the team went right. Okay, we now need to go for it. I, I almost felt the first forty minutes that there was that feeling out tense, you know, because it was was that type of game, two really evenly matched sides up to that point. And I thought it was almost as if at that point Rangers went, right, OK, enough, and we're going to go for this. Yeah, we need to, to make sure that we don't suffer from those kind of early match nerves. It's really important that we can actually realise we're, we're now performing like this because we deserve to perform like this and we're capable of turning around. Uh, goals which should have been given that were completely unfair uh, in terms of the decisions that were made but these players can play when they put their minds to it um, there's no doubt to my mind that the timing of our equaliser really helped and been able to go in there I think gives us a great crowd. lift the crowd, but it gives us a great lift going into half time obviously Gerard can, can go in and, and have his impact on them which we've already seen the benefit of in a number of matches this season so far um, but no, and we don't have reasons to feel sorry for ourselves. We've had a litany of referee injustice throughout this entire season. So hopefully these players have now got that sincere mentality of fuck them, we will do it ourselves, no matter what the referee decides to do against us. Totally agree. Alex, you and I spoke about this last night. Um, that We both felt that first 40 minutes was quite a high-quality European game. There was great movement from Rapid. We had to be at our best even with our probe. And, and watching it back in the stadium, I'm, I was a little bit disappointed with what Rangers were doing but when we watched it back it was actually a really high quality tactical football match it was um, both teams were at it straight away mm. such and I know they were saying that Rangers it felt was always started slowly but I would actually put that more down to how well they were organised and they made things difficult and the biggest surprise for me was how physical they were mm. I knew they'd gave away a lot of fouls in games but I didn't realise how deliberate it was um, every single time that ball was in the air they just looked at their defender and barged them every time no eyes on the ball at all I don't think they went up for one any, none of their forward players anyway went up for any ball fairly they just tried to leave a back in up at the elbow in or whatever that big number 22 and the number 9 how they managed to stay on the pitch doing that I don't know But so you, you kind of set yourself up to because it's a, a mentality right and you, you go into these games as a player and you're probably thinking you know it's got to be a wee bit different for usual and then all of a sudden you're there with a referee who's letting Quite a lot of goal. He yeah. wasn't a very picky ref no. for, for a European ref, and then against a team that's playing very British style in terms of the way they were, you know, flying into the, the kind of the challenges. So it would have maybe taken a good twenty minutes for the team to realise the sort of game they were in. Actually, well, wasn't wasn't it lovely just on that though? That uh, the guy who came away with the injury wasn't one of ours for a change. <laughs> no, uh, Alfie. Uh, look, it was a perfectly fair attempt to get the ball. Wasn't it? I yeah, mean, it wasn't looked it. at the time. The guy was raging. Uh, he was absolutely raging, but it was perfectly fair. Um, an accident, yeah. definitely accident. Hopefully, but... not the last time someone in a green and white kit. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's worth pointing out, by the way, he was Croatian and he ended the game with a headband on. There is something about <laughs> this stadium with Croatians and headbands. It's just, it's, it's, we've now got a number of them. There's something no right there. One or two is a coincidence. That's now four or aye. five. Aye. Something's he'll, not he'll, quite he'll, right. He, he's right for being signed in the January window. No, Actually, um, Osijek, he was signed from in the summer by Rapid Vienna, so they've been raped. They've had a shit starting season. We've broken them. Yeah. He might be worth keeping an eye on 24 year old centre half who had a move to Ajax all lined up but got rejected because of some sort of heart condition 
he's obviously still, you know, it's fine, he can play. Um, he looked like a decent big defender to start the game. Actually. He was, was clearly kind of their best defender. I was glad he came off the pitch. Was he, he was clearly the pitch. their best defender. Um, it looked like he was going to come back on at some point, actually. I think they he, delayed the substitute. Yeah, I think they were going to see if they could get stitches yeah. into it, but obviously <laughs> they couldn't. Now, Cammy spoke about the goal. It was a really great goal. James Tavernier, at times, is his, his critics, but last night, this is what you get from him, where he gets an, um, an assist and a goal and is basically integral to everything good we do going forward I think see if James Tavernier plays like that uh, nine times out of ten you're, you're looking at a 10-15 million pound fullback. Uh, I honestly believe that um, that's what we need to see more of uh, the only problem that you, you, you have to have is his defensive work which is frustrating but it was good last night. Oh, last night it was faultless, I would actually say. Mm. Um, it's, 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 it's no surprise, however, and we talk about this time and time again, Tavernier defends well when Candace is in front of him. Yes. Because Candace does not stop. We'll, we'll come on to the third goal, but there's Candace no stopping. He was the Candace guy... Candace will get his moment yeah, yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. From a, from a Tavernier defensive performance... Candace playing in front of him, the two mm. of them go hand in hand. Yeah. The, the thing about the... the the first, um, the first goal for me is not just the beauty of Tavernier's cross because he has to play that in front of the defender, so he has to be able to put extra whip in it. But also the fact that Morelos the now movement. Morelos now is playing with the confidence and movement of a striker who knows where the ball is going yes. to be, mm-hmm. whereas beforehand he he wouldn't have seen that move developing, and that's not for him personally. I'm not saying that in a bad way, no, but, but he's, he's playing with confidence now where he knows that that can come in, and Tavernier can supply him with those. Types of those types of crosses, and he'll thrive off it. He'll absolutely thrive off it. Can, can I just say, what see, see on the goal, the the one player that doesn't get enough credit for the goal is Ryan Kent, in my opinion, because he he had the the awareness about himself to actually cut in mm-hmm. the field and obviously take the ball. And he supplied the pass to to Tavernier. He had a, another uh, superb game. Uh, I was probably wasn't impressed with him his first one or two performances, but I mean he's some humble pie now. Maybe learning something about judging things too early in the season, Chris, <laughs> well, and how no, you know, no, if you no, let no, 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 listen, listen, we're not into that. <laughs> if you let things develop things can improve um, Alex um, Alfredo Morelos w- was superb last night I thought he was absolutely fit. didn't give them a moment's peace two goals won the penalty um, really just kept on and on at their defenders I mean that's that's the Alfredo Morelos that if we can get that more con- at the moment more consistently than we don't then he's worth what we're paying him yeah this season so far I think it's fair to say he has been more Consistent than not, you know, more good performance. Nine goals, Alex. Nine goals already. Mm-hmm. St. John, I mean, ten. Rocky, ten, is it? Right. Was that Second ten? goal was ten. Yeah. Of course, of course, my apologies. Um, he came away, came away from a St. Johnson game saying that's the best we've seen him play. That was only a couple of games ago. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he's certainly rising the levels. However, what I will say is he's supposedly called Alfie Moore. He's got no pace, no touch, and he should have been subbed before half time if he hadn't yeah. scored. And I like I like uh, short runs out in dry weather. I don't really like rain. According um, to Lonely Bill <laughs> Lecky, yeah, and he's Converse and Smart Shot. Uh, a, a patron actually, I think, nailed this because every Rangers fan I know went, Alfie Mo. Yeah. I've never heard anybody never call heard. him that. No, he, nobody does. And he thinks it's you know we go Alfie Do. Yeah, he's, Al. he's, he's he thinks that. it's Alfie Mo. Yeah. That's what his thought pattern was. So, uh, yeah. Into the second half, and I just thought Rangers were by far the better side straight from the off, and we dominated that half. It was wonderful to see. It, it's kind of what I touched on earlier on. It's Gerard been able to tell these players, you can go out there and now dominate this game, and you know put the goal behind you, put the equaliser as the springboard that you need to go and start that second half. 
positively get there and just be against them and you know even the Vienna skipper has come out mm. post match and said we just couldn't breathe and he actually, actually used that that terminology which I think is absolutely fantastic and we would have wanted to be able to try and play that high press uh, you wouldn't have said well we'll do it in Europe in the group stages I mean who would have said that you know six weeks ago but now we can do it and now we can see it works and we thoroughly deserved that performance last night every single man stood up to be able to take that to the next level and every single one of them delivered no, it's, it's, totally it's, it's a measure of it's a measure of the fitness can you imagine last season or the season before Rangers trying that uh, they, they, they would have been blown out their arse after 60 Um Added to that, just the sheer confidence. Come as I say, coming off the back of Livingston, yep. losing to Livingston away, bringing out that performance is is incredible. Building on the the the, the lonely Bill Lecky Hearts Club band, um, <laughs> the, the, the 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 son. After Stephen Gerrard said uh, in, in the aftermatch, you know he, he he wouldn't be expecting anything less than eights. The Sun had six of our players, six out of six ten. Six out of ten. I'm not sure there's been anybody at Bar Morelos that's got eight or more in any of the newspapers, by the way. No. So, the, so there's... There, it was nuts. I there, mean, Ajaria was fantastic. And I've watched the game yeah. live and watched it back. Ajaria was fantastic. Ryan Kent was fantastic. Joe Worrell was fantastic. Morelos was fantastic. And the rest of them were good. So, yeah. there, so there's... There's, yeah. there's so only there's, one player that didn't deserve the eight, and that was McGregor. And that says it all. Yeah, because he's done to do and his kicking just, was bad. That's the only just, thing you just could on mark the, him on. Just on the, 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 the Lonely Hearts Club band, um, he... They, Don't they, kick the arse out that. Um, you yeah, got I'm, a laugh, gonna, but the second time wasn't as funny. Third time's going to be a fucking disaster. He's just. getting called out from here on in. Um, that's it, why that guy hates you. Uh, and I fucking hate him. I mean, <laughs> that, that's, that's why that listener won't listen, because he knows you're on. Uh, to, be, to be fair, I mean, maybe it is Bill Lecky. Maybe it's Bill Lecky. I wonder what he'll review this podcast out of ten. Probably a four or a five, <laughs> an eight. But... But on, on Bill Lakey, there's a guy who had his post-match uh, reaction written yeah, before the game yeah, actually started. Mm. The, the problem is, look, you've now, and we've said this before, even before the Vienna game, you've now got these Scottish journalists who will not revise an opinion and we want to say that they will not change their initial standpoint on the back of... They've made an, a, a kind of presumption, they've, they've put it out in writing... And they now they, they want to die in those hills. They want to be able to turn and say, "I'm not changing what I'm doing because of the fact that uh, I've been proven wrong." And they can't have a bit of kind of humble pie. And Ian's totally right. He had that written, no matter what the result was going to be last night. He just wanted to 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 show Rangers as being incapable of playing this level and we're proving everybody wrong with that. It's it's, it's utter bullshit. It's it's just it's total nonsense. And. But as you say, it's what we've come to expect. Rangers dominant, didn't make an awful lot of clear cut chances, but equally that was down to I think how well Rapid Vienna played. I mean, they were a good side. Um, Ovi Ajaria forced a stunning save from their goalkeeper with a header. Great ball in from Tav. Tav, Tav um, superb ball in. Um, Rangers just were playing really, really good stuff at that point, but Rapid looked as though they might just hold out, and it would have been holding out, but then. Um, great ball through again Ryan Kent involved Morelos burst the pace we're fitter than them as you could tell because the guy swings a very lazy tackle and you get the stonewalliest stonewaller of all time yes it was a stonewall penalty although I think everybody in the stadium and I even seen Gerard's reaction watching it back uh, referee took a little. He spin. took a second. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was waiting for the linesman to call Morelos offside if I'm being perfectly yeah. honest. Yeah. 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 That, guy, that guy had a bit of a nightmare, but um, uh, for a second, I must admit, everybody's on their feet already, just anticipating the penalty calling for a second. I thought he's going to book him for diving. 
Um, so yeah, the ref decided to add a wee bit of drama to that moment. Uh, David pointed out last night that he could very well have been the official behind the goal that, that helped him out with that one and, and gave that. We'll never know. Uh, correct decision, watching Baggery. During the, when you're at the game, sometimes you're just never sure and I wondered if he'd maybe been on the way down slightly before the ball. No, before no, the no he, he just went out. He gets absolutely wiped out. Absolutely out. It's a terrible, yeah, it terrible was, uh, tackle. It was, uh, as you say, sheer, sheer tiredness for that guy. Mm. And it was lovely because he done what all really, really old centre-halves do and then he just turned around and blamed absolutely everybody yeah. else. <laughs> he old just started school. screaming at all his teammates about yeah. how shite they were. But Tav goes up, lashes in a great penalty, real pressure penalty um, and Ibrox goes fucking apeshit. He didn't, uh, he didn't exactly show the pressure, did he? You know no, what I mean? He sticks it away, it sticks it away in the top corner, puts the keeper the wrong way and Ibrox goes mental out of joy, happiness, pure relief and I'll go back to seven years and seven months we've waited for that and um, and you could tell you could really tell folk, folk really just let it out things like this will be the end of the banter era because mm-hmm. Alex touched on the point earlier and he's totally right what he expected to see just naturally because it's ingrained in us over the shite that we've had to go through in the last few years is we'll not get that penalty mm-hmm. so see when you're standing watching that you're thinking we'll not score this and then just the relief of when it goes in is what you heard last night in this stadium um, is is what you're now starting to see is moving away from a period of just the, the kind of false summits of well you get a break but then it gets fucking taken away from you and all that and now we are putting these to bed very very simply and again yes it was a lazy challenge I totally accept that but it was also phenomenal build up play for us being able to try and break down a solid defence with a killer pass which was inch perfect and again like I say we had no other op- he had no other option but to bring Morelos down and now I can confidently say if Morelos gets an end of that through ball he, he's going through and goal and he's scoring and then the bit of skill that we've all been watching and watching and watching and watching. Um, Daniel Kandias actually starts by defending. It's in the 93rd minute. Daniel Kandias actually hooks the ball away. And being Daniel Kandias, he's back working, but he then runs after it. The defender has a loose touch, but then, as Ali McCoyston commentary said, if he turns and plays the ball, it takes him a momentum at the move. So he doesn't, he just backheels it with venom <laughs> and perfectly into Alfredo Morelos, who... Sometimes can be, you know, a bit hit and miss on one and ones. Not this time. Slid through. Took his time, I thought, and just let the keeper make his mind up and put it past them. And he also finished it with his left foot, which I think made the difference because he didn't try and shape his body in any way to get on his stronger foot, which gives a goalkeeper a huge indication of what you're going to do. He just went through. He was confident enough on his weaker foot and slotted it under. Worth mentioning, that's the 94th minute of the game. Alfredo Morelos made that run from the edge of his own box. Mm-hmm. Him and Candace were the two players in the edge of the 18 yard box defending that set piece. And it wasn't until Candace had won the ball that Morelos actually, because he was just lightly jogging up. And then Candace won that ball and he went. He knew he could go there and then. Andy Halliday absolutely busting a gut as well. But he was just on the pitch, so, you know, it's a bit easier for him. Apparently, Andy Halliday said to Morelos afterwards, good job you scored that. <laughs> I think that's why he did score it. Yeah. He also knew that he was going to get his whole handed <laughs> to him. That's where to Halliday and Halliday would have chased though, him down there. It, it, it's, it's really great that there's. Reminded me of Johansson all those years ago where he should have slipped in Kentelskis against Leverkusen. I and thought Morelos looked a bit like Eddie Bo Anderson. Do you remember that? It was a bit like that, yeah, the way he slid on his left. Foot, yeah. yeah, but it was um, there's ninety third minute, and again we talked about it earlier. It's testament to the fitness, and testament to the confidence that Candace clears it. He wins it off the defender. He back heels it, and there's another two guys careering forward, yeah. being chased by one defender who's blown at his hole. Um, it was 
it was great to see Morelos just going right right through, right clear. I'm shouting at him, I'm screaming at him, square it. <laughs> because I had zero confidence. Uh and it was it was it was great. Ibrox at that point Ibrox went from relief to pure joy. Now, Hearts on Sunday, massive game. They're playing really, really well, but so are we. And as much as our away form is a bit of a thing, our home form, I think, is a thing. And I've got to admit, I'm very confident about this match. This is one of those ones we've seen it over the years. One of the teams that's not Celtic make a great start to the season, or they're playing pretty well, they're in good form. They come to this game and we kind of go into it almost like it's an old firm game. The fans will be a wee bit oh, extra yeah. edge to this one. The players will be well up for it. Now, we've got last night to consider and there'll be a wee bit of tiredness in some of those legs but our home form is outstanding and this, this team can drag themselves through anything with this crowd behind them so I think uh, I think you're right to look forward to this one this is one of those ones that I've seen us do it before most recently Hibs I think under Warburton mm. where they came there with a big licks in form and if they won they would have been right behind us in the league and we absolutely can smash them mm. uh, you know it's, it's got that sort of feel about it the big thing I think well we're playing the best team in the country and I know that sounds it, it sounds sad for a Rangers fan to be able to say that because we've been inconsistent. But I would utilise this as an opportunity to lay that marker down yes. against the best team in the country. So what you've now got the opportunity for is for these players to go out and say there's no reason for us to stand off this. Personally speaking, if we could, I would like both teams to be able to get three points on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, even um, I can't invoke a league change unless I'm not, you know, Peter Lawwell. Um, but I think, like you say, we have got the capability to this. I don't think as a team that we should be scared of Ibrox any longer. I don't, and, and as far as I'm concerned, we should be able to take that. But I hope it doesn't derail the Hearts' momentum because uh, we they, want can take, second. they can take plenty of scalps as well. Yeah, we so. want them to finish second. OK, prediction times, Hoggy? 3-0 uh, to Rangers. Can we? 3-0 uh, to Rangers, Lafferty hat-trick. 2-0 I'm going for 2-0 to Rangers for me as well thank you very much for joining us we've got Dash because we've got to do a live show on Ibrox in about 10 minutes so thank you very much for joining us and uh, we'll be back uh, on our Patreon site um, all over the weekend with extra previews much more detailed previews and immediate post-match reaction but we'll be back on Monday with the next free pod where we'll go into a lot more detail on the Hearts game until then thanks for listening bye Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.